Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Gathering and Using Member Feedback in Planned Governance. This podcast is extradited from a webinar presented live on March 27, 2019. In this podcast, Matt Magnuson, the Director of Membership and Program Development at Prime West Health, will give an overview of the structure and organization that has led to successful engagement of members in their planned governance. Thank you. Uh, this is Matt Magnuson from Prime West Health. Um, next slide, please. Uh, just a brief background on what Prime West Health is. Um, Prime West Health is a county-owned health plan. We serve 13 counties in rural Minnesota. Um, and when we say county-owned, um, our board of directors is two county commissioners from each county that we serve. Um, they serve on our board of directors. One is a primary, one is an alternate. So we truly are a, a county-owned health plan and governed that way. Um, we have six programs. We cover approximately 42,000 people today across those six programs in 13 counties. Um, and two of those programs are dual eligible special needs plans. We have one for uh, members over the age of 65, and we also have one for members between 18 and 64 with a disability. Next slide, please. Um, so our member stakeholders meetings um, have always been open to all members in all six programs. Um, at one point, we tried to divide up the stakeholder meetings across programs, but we found it, it just made for better stakeholder meetings to have them you know, combined and have all, all different programs and all different membership populations um, together. We got a lot better feedback that way. Um, we usually have about 10 to 12 members attend each meeting, um, and then 10 to 12 other stakeholders attend each meeting. Um, again, in, in Minnesota, those the 13 counties we serve are pretty rural, and so travel time and distance kind of becomes an issue. And so we've we've always had kind of a hard time getting a lot a lot of members to come, and so we've had to work and do some things we'll talk about here in a little bit to to really get the, that number of 10 to 12 members attending meetings regularly. Um, we hold our meetings twice a year, um, usually in the spring and the fall. Um, you know, we, we hold them here in a, in a public meeting space we have available at our corporate office in Alexandria. Um, we do have options for conference call and video participation as needed, as you know, some members have expressed that in the past or providers in, in some of our locations. Um, next slide, please. Um, so we talked a little bit about recruiting, and because we're because of the rural nature of our plan, it's kind of getting members to to come to our meeting has has always been kind of an issue. And so we really worked hard over the last several years to work through our our case managers, our county case managers, and our care coordinators, and and people that had kind of the face to face interaction with members, um, and could really kind of identify members that they thought would be. Um, valuable members to have as a part of a, a stakeholder committee. And that's really kind of been the most successful way for us to recruit members is by working with people who already have some face-to-face -face interaction with those enrollees and kind of identifying members who they know would be good participants as a part of a, a stakeholders group. Um, again, we talked about members, uh, meetings are always open to all of our members. Um, sometimes we have members who, you know, will just show up to one or two meetings and other times we have members who have been uh, members of our committees for three, four years. Um, we, again, you know, because we're rural, we've had to come up with some unique ideas to try and get people from outside of our immediate area around our corporate office to come. We want kind of that broader um, look at membership. And so we've, we've had to 
provide a meal at the meeting. We provide mileage reimbursement. Um, we have a, a gift card or a, like a stipend for members to come. And we do the same thing for providers. We provide a stipend and, and mileage reimbursement just because sometimes the distance that they travel is, is a long distance and we really wanted to get, get that uh, commitment from them to come to those meetings. Uh, next slide, please. Um, along with all of the members and uh, providers that we have, stakeholders that we have in our meeting, we, our meeting is also made up of a lot of our senior leadership here. Um, we have our membership and wellness manager. Um, that person manages like our member call center, for instance. Um, uh, they're kind of the meeting facilitator and run through it, but then we have, you know, a lot of our care coordinators will kind of rotate through. Um, our pharmacy manager, our pharmacist will attend the meeting. Um, our medical director um, attends the meeting as well. And then just a variety of um, member contact center and care coordinators and um, just other people depending on the topic. Um, we try to have a broad cross-section of our, our staff involved too. Um, it's really the one time when we can, as a staff, can kind of get get close and involved in the member issues that are out there in the communities we serve. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare and Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes a full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated and coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about the current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.